All right. So in honor of just coming out of Eternals, we are lot not live, but we're we're in person. We're together for the first time in a while, and we're in my basement. So we got some privacy finally, and actually that sounded kind of romantic, but yeah. you know what? We were podcasting together in the same room, and it, and it's pretty interesting. We just saw the Eternals, kind of talked about it a bit, mixed feelings. Um, I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, I guess I guess we have some news, Alex, that we have to talk about before we go into you know the fact that we literally just watched the movie two hours ago. But okay, hit me with the news. Let's do it. So the most important part of this entire podcast is that we're watching. Thor The Dark World. Which is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes than The Eternals. Yeah. Now, before we even begin, I think it's fair to say Eternals is a significantly better movie than whatever this trash is. Just to get through the news real quick, the Wakanda Disney Plus show is animated. Which is why. why? I really wanted to see it live action. Yeah. Like, that would have been awesome. Probably cost too much money. I know we're getting a Koye, which is supposed to take a place also in Wakanda-based, so... Yeah, well, the thing for me is why not announce that right off the gate? Like, the way they talked about it made it feel like its own The Wakanda live series? Yeah, yeah, the Wakanda series. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, they told us what if was going to be animated right off the bat, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I guess it's whatever. Yeah. I'm still interested, I guess. Uh, Werewolf by Night, the Disney Plus holiday special, Halloween special that they're doing for 2023? Maybe next year? I think 2023. Uh, they just... What is that going to be about? Werewolf by Night. I have no idea it, what that is. It's a character related to Blade of Moon Knight. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So it's that corner of the Okay. Uh, and it's a universe. Christmas special, like a movie? Disney. Or like- Disney. Or, not Disney. That's not a holiday. Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So are the, is it going to be a series or a movie? Or just like a... It's a special. So like what I'm hour? thinking is like the Guardians holiday special. It's probably going to be like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I have no I don't know who the actor yeah. is. Um we're noobs on that part, so go look it up right now if you're if you have time. Um I know who it is, I just don't feel like looking it up. But and then the final thing I guess we'll talk about real quick is well one thing, the Guardians game came out. Wow. That's I mean, I'm like I'm I was falling out of love with gaming just recently. And I literally was like, I'm never going to play another good video game again. And I completely forgot that this Guardians game existed. And I saw the trailer for it, and I texted Sam, and I said, dude, I did not know this was coming out. They didn't put any marketing into it. And he's like, yeah, it's coming out. And, I mean, what do you think about it? I lo- I haven't played, like, a crazy amount, but yeah. I love it. But what you played so far, right? Yeah. If, if you've played Jedi Fallen Order, it's a game like that. Yeah. But I also think it introduces this crazy. All right, we're gonna get into gaming for a bit. We're both gamers, yeah. lifelong gamers, so it looks cool too. Yeah, the voice acting is amazing. The, um, the best part. What? It, yeah, it's the best part. That sounds stupid to say for a game that the voice yeah, acting is the but best it, part, but, it's but the way they the, interact, the voice acting is part of the game. Yeah, like, it's literally part of the gameplay experience. Literally, yeah. it's it's amazing. And then I just love the fact that it's you're part of this team. And you get to use them in a really cool, like, dynamic way, right? Like, you never get to play as any of the other. You play as Peter, right? Or P- Peter as uh, Cosmo, the yeah. dog who's in the freaking game. Like, that's insane. But um, main character. But, like, the way you get to control other characters, and I just love the fact that Peter isn't the strongest. You're not the strongest guy out there. Yeah. On the battlefield at any, like, you're the weakest. Like, you get hit three times as him, like, you're hurting. And now I'm on normal mode. I like that. I don't know. 
I was on normal. I honestly put it to easy because there was one part where I was just getting annihilated. What part? When you play with the two, when you when you go, when you go to nowhere, okay, and you get trapped against the two giant. Red oh dudes. my god, yo, you have to separate them. I know, but like but you it, couldn't figure it out. I figured that part out. Yeah, just before that, I, that's an insane. Is that from the comics? That they're when they're close together, they're invincible. I have no idea. That's but it's, it's kind of sick. Yeah, that is. It's a really sick I was idea. Regardless, that. I, the movie, the game is really good though. Yeah, it's definitely better than the Avengers game. Oh, hundred percent. It's same same people that made it though. Yeah, but you could tell that one had um, a focus. One had focus. One had a purpose and a story, and the other one was. I thought the solo was good in Avengers. Though. Look, the it wasn't that good, dude. That entire Avengers okay. game was used to just suck as much money out of this IP as humanly possible. And looking back at it, uh, I mean, it's it's obvious that, that that was the case. They are getting better. I'm not going to lie. They're working hard. I don't want to crap on these. Like, it's a fun game when it's fun. But, like, yeah. there's something so repetitive about it, even as any of the other players. Just, like, uh, like when are you ever surprised in that game? You're not. You know what I mean? Like, I, you could be walking in the new Guardians game and just fall off. Like the whole th- everything just starts collapsing and like ships start flying in and shooting like yeah. and it's just chaos and it's just so fun to like it just feels new and fresh and I just love it even yeah. though it's old that's the funny part like it's an old type of game like a single player twenty five hours those are coming through. back though those yeah because com- people are begging for them yeah like like I, I already said Jedi Fallen Order like that's straight up I mean that's, that's a only, classic it's only single player it's like yeah. tw- it's like twenty five hours. Yeah, I mean, you can rush through it. Yeah, you can rush. I took my time. It I did, leaves like, you wanting more. Second game's coming out next year. That's so apparently, insane. Apparently, well, that's very exciting. Um, and the last thing here, Morbius trailer just came out this yeah. past week. Actually, this is fun to talk about, dude. It looks. I mean, it looks pretty Venom good. Too. Yeah, I I think it. We I talked mean, about Venom Two in the last podcast. Thinking back, I, I probably won't ever watch that again. Honestly. Yeah, I, probably not. I don't like it. I didn't. I don't like it at all. Honestly, like if I had cable, maybe I'd say like I scroll by it. But I like I have to actively choose to watch that movie now. It's not like I have seven hundred different options and they all suck. And then this number six hundred ninety nine. It's like I have to decide to watch. It. I'm I'm never gonna watch it. Dude, the first movie was way better. Like way. Oh no, dude. It I was think it was just better. as cringy and as bad. To be honest, I don't even. I think Morbius might just be as bad. Like. It's the same people making it. It's not like they just all of a sudden got better at making movies. It looked cooler though. Like the plot, it has a. It's a great trailer. Yeah. We've seen that before. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I, I, it could be great, and it, and it's mixing a lot of different elements that we see, like the Oscorp building from Toby's time, and we see like uh, uh, a reference to Venom, who's now in the MCU. And Vulture is in the movie. And Vulture from the MCU is in but the movie. But they said it's Venom. It's the Venomverse because it's, what I think it is is Sony. Because you you mentioned it earlier. Like they went into production well before. Like you said, the Venom two post credit scene was a late addition, right? Right. I saw that somewhere. I, I believe so. Yeah. It had to okay. Have been. But like even so, they started this. I think Sony's just throwing all the stuff they own in it. Maybe this was right around where the turmoil where they thought they might break apart, and then they're just going to use all their own characters. And just backdoor it into a universe. It's all know. about money. It's all about money. Like in the leaked email from um, Amy Pascal. That was hilarious. Dude. Crazy. And first of all, they wanted to tie in Andrew's Spider-Man in the Venom movie. Yeah. yeah. Like can, they had it all planned out like up until like 2019. I'm yeah. Can sure. I explain? Can I explain? So it's an excerpt from 
did a book that just came out about Marvel Studios. And it was about the time where um, Sony was really requesting help from Kevin Feige as like a creative person. But on, he wanted to take control of it. He be, he went into her he office said. and said, "Under the us- ruse that he's just gonna be a creative supporter for Spider-Man Three, and said, I want to do it all. Like I want the whole character. Yeah, you guys could produce it, but we're gonna." We're gonna be the creative team behind it, and she threw a sandwich at him. What kind of sandwich do you think that was? It's a big topic, dude. It can't be something meaty because you have to think about that, right? Like any type of sub is coming up over your shoulder. I think she could take a nice PB and J and just. Dude, I was thinking PB. They're executives, dude. They got finger food. I bet you it's like a club. Yeah, or like a muffaletta or something, and she just like a little piece of it. Just if it was a muffaletta, it deserves to be thrown. Yeah, they suck. But if it's a turkey club, that's a devastating <laughs> loss. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's very interesting. I mean, I just hope I just hope uh, no way. See when he's flying in front of the train. I thought that was pretty. You like sick. that? You don't like that? I mean, I didn't mind it. I don't. It's like it's kind of cool. I don't know. I also think it's Visually. really. I think it's really cheesy when, in a trailer, comic book heroes describe their powers, and that's what he did. Like same with the Shazam trailer. I I don't like that. Did, did I you have, like that movie? What? Did you like Shazam? Yeah, I mean, I gave it like a, a 7 out of 10. Some okay. people gave it like a 9. Uh, I wasn't there. I actually have to watch the full thing. I've only seen part of it. My brother likes it a lot. My brother... It's turned me away like... from the trailers and stuff. I didn't like the trailers and all that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it will... have we even talked about the Black Adam teaser yet? I don't know if we did in the last one. No, I don't think we have. But, I mean, I that like looks really have. cool. Oh, no, we texted about it. I think. Oh, yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. Huh. Well, you know, we're, we're yeah. a Marvel podcast. We got Eternals to talk about. We could talk about that shit later. Yeah, so when we there's just, an actual trailer. We just came out of Eternals, saw it at 6 p.m., which is pretty sure like the earliest time you can see it. So we're like one of the first yeah. people to see the movie, obviously, yeah. besides fans. So we saw it before and, you. So if, no matter when you're listening to this, we saw it first. We, okay. At least good chances we did. Yeah, no, we definitely did. Yeah. Not good chances. We did. Saw it in IMAX for the first time, both yes. of us. I've never been to an IMAX. Just Sound was amazing. Sound was real. That's Score one of the, stood out, yeah. Yeah, the you know that's the really guy good. who did uh, Game of Thrones, like yeah, the, like the final season. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. I like the I like the overall theme of the uh, like they are like main theme soundtrack yeah. Eternals. It was good, but I guess first 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 impressions. Uh, there's I a mean, long sigh here. Look, it's a good movie. I mean, I had fun watching it. Yeah, I thought all the acting was great. I thought the. It had a lot to say about the Marvel Universe. It's grand in scope. In, in humanity. A, a little heavy-handed at times. Like, humans deserve to live. It's kind of like a played-out trope. You know, like... They're gods. Yeah. And it plays on the god Yeah, and aspect. it's and it's essentially the same thing as, like, um, wiping out half the people in the universe to, like, create more. I mean, it's the same question. It's like... They took the what Thanos wanted to do. Yeah. And brought it up... Thanos, to, was, Thanos was playing in the D-League, dude. Like He's a byproduct of what the Celestial's yeah. existence is for. I think the biggest question is, when are we going to see the creator of the Celestials? That is inevitably coming, I think. I mean, really? You th- I feel like, dude, how far are we going to go? I think we go to the end. I, I the thought we were already the at the end with Kang, and now we're like talking about Celestials. I mean, Kang doesn't even feel relevant anymore. That's that's exactly what I was thinking when when Kang first comes out right in Loki you're like oh shit like Nobody's he's the more proud. yeah he's the next big thing that we're or the Lyoth and it's like what is his I've I've been saying this now for a while like what's the cosmos like hierarchy like where does Kang fall next to Celestials like how powerful is he because 
they can create universes. Yeah. I mean, we watched that happen. It was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, that was. Yeah, a pretty good, um, I thought it was cool. Exposition dump, as some people would say. I saw there was a really, one of the best, it would look great on IMAX, was when they showed, like, a flash of the emergence and Earth exploding. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Anyways, let's, you want to do, like, a plot summary? Do we want to, like, talk about characters? Like, why don't I, I'll explain it in five seconds. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Everybody's seen the Eternals trailers. They're... Um, chosen, quote unquote, because they actually weren't. Um, uh, by the what's the name of the the celestial? Why do I? Arisham. They said him a hundred times, and I forget it. Arisham, and they're chosen by him, or they thought they were to go basically save humanity from these deviants and to allow life to grow. But secretly, not only are they on a mission to basically impregnate earth with a celestial baby, which will then pop out and destroy the earth. But, um, they're also robots essentially. Uh, I guess, I guess sentient robot life with celestial energy, which kind of makes them more like alive than maybe a human would be, but like Eternals. Yeah. To a certain extent, they're fancy robots. They say it during the movie. Yeah. And it, once again, it plays on the, the trope of gods yeah. and like the, in you, you asked me in the car, you're like, why are they, why are they like people then? Yeah. And it's cause like, if you I think the quote unquote, we're uh, created in his image type thing. Yeah. Okay. And so he would be the image. Like they're the image of what humans are like in, in the comics. The way it is, is, Celestials go to a planet and they drop a gene, pretty much, and the gene splits into deviants, eternals, and regular humans. And that's just to create life. Yeah, and so they kind of did that in the MCU a little bit. Just it's it's just different. In yeah, like they still created eternals, they still created deviants. Humans were not created by them. Well, I guess maybe I yeah. guess evolution. You see, like this is part of the problem of this movie. Is that like we can't piece together the motivation of like technically the main villain there is no villain in the movie oh i mean i i would consider icarus yes but he's not like do you consider tony a villain in civil war it's no. the same it's the same thing yeah, in my opinion right. yeah i don't think there's a villain in the movie mm. which is one of the reasons why people say it wasn't like the mcu formulaic i think it is yeah. it is different it I, is different uh, yeah i mean it's definitely different what do you think about the action I think part of that, before I ask it, because I can see you're hesitating. I, th- see, this is new for us, right? Because I can yeah. see him more yeah. in person. But um, what do you think about the deviants? Like, this, their, their design, their, the way they look, you know, like, the way they feel. I like the design. I thought it was fine. I didn't really like it that much. It, it's It's a little lifeless. Yes. And I think that's almost the point, because they really don't play a big factor. Like Crow has like six lines. I know. Like what's he, seriously? I mean, what's the point of Crow? He barely he barely gains sentience in the freaking movie before he gets killed. We see him get born pretty much, like gain consciousness. Yeah. And then he dies the next time you see him. Yeah. And I thought he didn't like the Celestials, but then he was working with them. He was trying to fight off, like Fina and and them. Yeah, that was weird. Right. The, he was trying to take down. I think I don't know. I would find that the only plot hole. Well, maybe he was trying to get um, Icarus's powers since he's the most powerful. He did stick him. Oh, he was just trying to yeah. get there. Okay, and then if he got his, then he could take out the. Disregard my plot hole. Okay, because he was trying to get their powers, yeah. and then, uh, and then yeah. him would be he would be. The I mean, one and who... he knew the world was gonna end because he saw the vision when he killed Gilgamesh or whatever. 
Also, I don't know if you noticed, he kept referencing, like, Remember, yeah. which was Gilgamesh, but I think it's also, like, Crow and Thena in the comics have a weird relationship. I don't think that was it. They're they're together. I think from a past life. No, no from a past life, maybe. there was That was a reference beforehand. But when she was I trying was to get him, life. when he was trying to get her not to go mad, I think that was, he was just imitating Gilgamesh. Oh, yeah, 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 I agree. Yeah, that wasn't actually him coming out. All right, let's do it this way. Ready? There's so much to talk about in this movie. We're just going to keep jumping around. And it's going to be. You want to talk like MCU mythology first? Okay, hit me with it. I kind of wanted them to go more into it. Like, explain more? I feel like we get like the glimpses of the origin. And, and that is a big scene. I did like the scene uh, where he goes and literally talks about the creation. I mean, maybe we didn't need more. Yeah. I just like cosmic stuff. That's the thing is if they there's it's a danger of over explaining, but I feel what you mean. It's like we the thing for me is that we like tie we we introduce this plot of the celestials, and then it's supposed to pay off this twist that oh actually they're here to kill everybody, but it's like of course that was gonna happen because they're trying to take over the world. I mean, it's just like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about the movie. I'm just so fucking confused. I'm like, like. It definitely it's one that needs a second watch. Yeah, and I'm glad. One percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. What's the audience score? Eighty six. Okay. So we have fifty one percent critic, eighty six audience, which is what I predicted. I said eighty five yeah. audience. It was going to be. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's that talk- might go down a little bit, but. Yeah. All right. Talking cosmic stuff. I I just kind of got lost because I was overthinking it before, right? But talking about cosmic cosmic stuff, I kind of like the way it looked, like the powers. I thought it was a little too, like, lacy at times. What do you mean by that? Like, just glowing beams. I mean, how many times are we going to get glowing beams being shot? You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know if I like that. I, I liked how they did the, the power structure. It was That's why it was it was different, right? It's not like brute force or anything. Yeah. It was all, the idea was it was like, they can create pretty much anything. Yeah. I, I did like, though, the the ball, how they talked to... yeah. Aramish, that's what it is? Fun fact. Good. I did know that was a thing in the movie. How do you know that? Well, you kept telling me Salma Hayek's character was going to be the communicator. Yeah, I knew she transferred, her thing got transferred to Cersei. Really? Yeah. Let's talk, let's go into characters because. Wait, wait, uh, we'll go down the list. So you got to start with Salma. She's the head leader. so, So we have an ensemble cast. There's a lot going on in this movie and there's really no side characters like. Except maybe the limo driver, but we'll get there. Dane. Yeah. So the leader of this Eternals team, when they come down, and the is what do you think? Ajax. That's how you say Ajax yeah, in, yeah. the, in the movie. Um, she's a beast. You know, we we learn that the they're kind of split up into the healers and attackers, and she's more of the healer, but she's also like the maternal and the um most powerful of the group, and she has a special power. And she knows their mission. Yes, she knows. She's she knows she has a secret, right? She has. She knows what's going to happen. She knows they're all going to die. They'll get reset. She's been keyed in, right? Because she's the leader. But um, she has this thing that she can communicate with Celestials. It's like this little orb that flies out of her throat, phases in, and then it's like interdimensional FaceTime. And (laughs) she shows up the first time we see it. And she's like, it's you literally are looking up at just half of a celestial face. He's, he's, they're like, massive. Yeah, they're, like, insane. They're bigger than 
comprehension, right? Like bigger than the world, like bigger than well, actually, yeah, bigger than the world. We'll see that at the end of the movie, but or, yeah, yeah, but like her character um, dies early, literally so, like half hour in. Yeah, no, nah, I was so surprised. I didn't think it was her at first. I didn't get. I it. didn't think it was gonna be that early. I yeah. knew some of you. You talked about this too. You said like we go into the movie and there's 10 of them and you, you know that someone's going to die. A lot of them. I thought more than that ended up dying were going to die. I really Yeah, did. there's six Eternals left. Technically seven, but Sprite isn't like Sprite's human form is alive. Yeah. She's not. Yeah. I, I mean, how many know. it's just how many tanks can you have in the MCU? Like how many super duper super powerful characters? Like that's that was my thought process. See, even though I think they're powerful, they're not. They don't seem as powerful as I originally yeah. thought they were. I know, right? That's something we talked about too. Is like, I, I like that though. The stakes of it, like, I, I we'll we'll get into it later. I but think I liked it because I felt there were stakes. Like sometimes I was a little tense. Yeah. Just because you know someone's gonna die, you don't know who. Yeah. And I think like that in mind, you. Like some of the, I thought Thena was gonna die at one point. I did too. I thought she was gonna die from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Thought that was an easy one to go out on. Yeah. But they actually kind of reverse it, and it works better that way. You're good. It's your water bottle. Head ass. But yeah, okay. So that's Salma, and we heard Semp just caused one of the earthquakes that started the celestial emergence. Yeah. Uh, um. And overall, I mean, I liked Salma. Um, looking at this, this is one of the worst scenes ever in a movie. Sorry. The third. Oh yeah, third we have. World. Yeah, it's. Just a bad... I can't even look at it. I don't even remember what part of the movie this is. So, Salmo fits the plot nicely, right? And obviously, we can just talk about Icarus right now. Yeah. But overall, I kind of... She's a good actor. Like, I actually yeah. like her a lot, and I don't know. It was okay for me. Yeah, she just gets, you know, Spartan kicked off the side of a mountain by Icarus, which is revealed later. And then every time you see her, it's like, you already know she's dead. It's got, like, the Ancient One feel. Like the ancient one, right when she's dying, that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about that. Do you yeah. think that they should have did instead of f- coming back and forth, like past and present? Maybe, maybe a little bit in the present in the beginning. But other than that, I think they should have kept it all past in the beginning. Oh, that was my alarm system. No, but you think they should have went in order? So they should have done past, past, past. Like, but then that kind of ruins the twist of the movie. You know what I mean? Does it though? No, it doesn't. I don't know. Oh, well, you can still show Icarus. So, obviously, if in case you haven't noticed, we this is a spoiler. Yeah, um, 100%. Podcast. Yeah. So, basically, Icarus turns out the twist. He is essentially, a, he's not a villain, per se, because in he's the end. He's a zealot. He's a relig- religious zealot. Yeah. Right? And he, he believes in his creator. Yeah. They were given a mission. Yeah, and I'm not a Superman fan. Yeah. Um, because it's hard to play with those powers on screen, and like I think it works in a team. Yeah, when he's not just the focus, with the purpose. He's not like just some American kid who can make any decision he wants. Yeah, I'm you know? a fan of that. Yeah, I felt like I thought that uh, Dane Whitman and Cersei had a better relationship, and we did. didn't even see them kiss the entire movie. Yeah, they hugged. That's it. That was it. I think more so because it's present, too, and it's not something from, like, a thousand years ago. True. But, yeah, I feel you. I think the reason why they do that is because they have to explain their love triangle relationship extremely quick. Yeah. And the only way to do that is through that whole, whole entire scene. Out. That part, the 
marriage like through time and stuff like just showing everything really quickly i think i think what would have served the story better to prove like the whole he just fights for cersei thing would be like showing a time in the past where like she almost dies and then he like slaughters like a thousand people because she gets overwhelmed Uh, and then like that kind of leans into like his more violent side yeah yeah i don't know so turns out that and i kind of I didn't not like early on, but I I looked at you. I was like, he's he's gonna be. Yeah, you said that he's, at one he's, point. He's, he's you said Icarus is the villain. Yeah, and we we're using using villain, using villain loosely, loosely. But yeah, he he basically, um, Ajax tells him like their overall mission and like the actual point of it, and he's been keeping the secret forever, holding off this like five hundred years, knowing that not he has- forever, five hundred years. He lives for seven thousand. That's like. Yeah holding a secret for five years that's crazy yeah but yeah he he basically does this they they end up fighting and he said i should have done this centuries ago because he knew i think he knew to himself like eventually this would happen they would try to save the humans yeah themselves and save their memories so he should have just killed them all yeah yeah oh oh no i think he was thinking about when um what's that character uh I have a list of the characters. Druig. I think he's talking about when Druig first left the team in when they all split up originally. And he mind-controlled all of them. And Richard Madden went to go step up. And Salma told him, back the hell off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. what he was talking about. I like Druig. My, yeah. My top three. You said he was going to be a bad guy at first. I liked him. I thought he he doesn't go bad, but he has a different... He He leaves them. Because he believes that they shouldn't be interfering in human activity. Dude, you know what I just thought? No, he says they should be. Uh, Even uh, yeah, more. Like, he should completely yeah. intervene and change it around. I mean, his powers kind of remind me of Wanda. Oh. Yeah. WandaVision, dude. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, it's the same thing. I don't even... People always say, like, oh, she held the town hostage. And, like, yeah. She did do it. She did do it. But I think like, Drew would technically be a bad guy, too. Yeah, I mean, he got all those people killed. <laughs> that was funny as shit, dude. All the humans just getting slaughtered by the uh, whatever it's called, the deviant. Yeah. yeah, that was dope. I like Druig. My top three were Druig, Mockery, and Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh was awesome. Let's talk about Gilgamesh. His so, powers are sick too. Yes, I, yeah, like that. I mean we'll just talk about Gilgamesh and Athena together. They really don't get a lot of plot. No, Athena was in it less than I thought. Yeah, right. For yeah. having Angelina Jolie, which I think is maybe the point. Like, she's in the sequel. Okay. Which, yeah. I mean, Gil- yeah, okay. So, basically. They're sticking around. These these yeah. five are sticking around for a few, I would say, a few movies. Yeah. So, so basically, um, Gilgamesh and Thena, they're two of the attack guys on the team. Gilgamesh is, like, obviously, everybody who grew up in the U.S. has heard about the Epic of Gilgamesh, one of the first stories ever told. It's taught in every history class. Um so they're basically saying that story's based on him. But so he's like super strong. And then you got Thena, who's like this crazy warrior who could summon uh, light axes or something, you know, different weapons. And yeah, she's very she, agile. Yeah. She murders people. But turns out she's war. got a disease. And it's kind of makes her a murderous psychopath. It's kind of like Alzheimer's, I guess you could say. I, yeah. Well, yeah. And it turns out it's the way they explained it was. She has so many memories that they're folding in on themselves, and she's losing track of reality. Yeah. But that turns out to be a lie, remember? 
the cele- they said that it real what it really was was when the celestials rebooted her, they just forgot to remove some of her memories. Yeah, and so and, and there was a glitch when they did it, and because of that, there's remnants from the planet they were on before where they're all being killed. Because it turns out that these guys have done this millions of times, yeah, and their just memories keep getting erased. Yeah, this is the first time they basically break the so-called spell. I yeah, guess. Not, not a spell, but obviously it's kind of relating to that. Well, normally they're just duped. Really, it was it was Ajax that saved them all and saved the world. Because she, because think about it, right? If Ajax doesn't tell, um, uh, what's his face? Icarus that they could save the world, then Icarus doesn't kill her. Yeah. And then Icarus doesn't have to go defend the rest of them from the deviants. And then they don't find out that she died. And like this whole thing started because of her saying we could like stop this. The rest of the guys had no, no idea what the emergence was, you know? Yeah. The trailers did a good job of really not showing the plot. Yeah. Not at all. You know, like the first scene is Ajax walking up to the house and you find out later that she that's hers house. is that her house or his her house in the that's middle hers. of nowhere yeah they all meets live there, there together a the, little bit it looked like yeah Ugh. but so what ends up happening is gilgamesh gets killed by a deviant person who's evolving right cuz that's like part of the deviant plot that they evolve or whatever yeah um he can now absorb powers so he kills Gilgamesh, um, who was a really good, funny character in all their like family moments. He wore this really funny thing. Him yeah. and him and Angelina Jolie had weird chemistry, but it worked. It was a friendship. It worked. It was like a deep friendship. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it worked. I liked it. I think I think they were both fine. Yeah, I think it was dope. Um, who I didn't like and I thought I was gonna like more was uh, Kingo, Kamal's yeah, character. Yeah, dude. Same. I feel the same way. I like the Bollywood scene. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Like he had some. He had some like moments, and then there was other times where like, like I he, mean, he was clearly there for the comedic. Yeah, he was the comedy guy of the movie, which makes sense. But it's also like, uh, even the times when he was trying to be dramatic, it didn't really work for me. Yeah, I don't know. He's okay. I I do like the finger gun power. Look, it's kind of cool. I don't. I think that's a dumb power. I think the funny best scene in yeah, the Yeah, but you hate anything that looks like that. Yeah. So I think the the funniest scene in the whole movie <laughs> was when they're on his private plane <laughs> and Sprite walks up to him and goes, "How have you been able to play movies oh, yeah. for 200 years and there's posters of like 10 movies he's in and he just explains that well, that's my great-great-grandfather, and that's my grandfather <laughs> and, and it's all him and he's just yeah. saying that he looks exactly like his relative and I thought that was, that was actually hilarious. Look, I actually burst out. Laughing. I think I would have liked him better if he legitimately didn't just straight up bail on the final fight. Like, dude was like, "See you later, alligator." Like, I'm not gonna pick a side. I'm just gonna go die in a corner. That could be an interesting for the for the supposed sequel, which we'll we'll get into. Because I don't really know where they're going with him. I like, I feel it. like everyone kind of has a path. Like, you had you know three that died, so Gilgamesh. Ajax and we didn't talk about Icarus ends up dying. He fulfills the prophecy like he fl- he flies to the sun. Well, he so what well what ends up happening is is that he basically tries to kill everybody. Can't do it. Um, Fastos freaking owns his ass, and we'll get that into that later. That, that was, was I like, I like, Fastos is a good character. Fastos is a great character. Yeah, but um, so then I- Icarus loses. 
uh, actually, he kind of wins, and he's about to kill Cersei, who we'll get to is like the main character. We'll get to her. Don't worry. Um, and he decides he can't because he's in love with her. Blah blah. And then realizing what he did, he helps kill the Celestial, and then he says, "I'm sorry." And dude just straight up flies into the sun. Yeah, like he literally just go, just closes his eyes and flies into the sun full speed. Yeah, it's the myth story. Yeah, I mean. Icarus flying too close to the sun and melts his wings. Yeah. I mean, well, they mentioned earlier in the movie that that's a thing that Sprite used to tell people as a joke. Yeah, she created the story for yeah. for humans, yeah. I, I liked some of that, how they kind of... Wait, so who else died? It was... Ajax is killed by... Icarus. Icarus. Icarus dies at the end. He flies oh, into the sun. Gilgamesh is and... killed by the... Deviant. Yeah. Yeah, who Thena ends up killing at the end. That was actually that was a pretty cool scene when yeah. she slices him up. The, yeah, I uh, kind of wish Crow was a bigger character. A, either a bigger character or completely cut out. Yeah. Well, what what did I say earlier? He was sentient for ten minutes total of the movie. Maybe. Yeah. He like he's slowly evolving, and when, after he sucks up Gilgamesh, all of a sudden he just is his own being now. Yeah, and he gains consciousness. It's basically they're able to evolve over time. Yeah, so he gains consciousness, and then, um, uh, then tricks Athena, who is in one of her crazy murderous states that we talked about earlier, where she kind of like, kind of like an Alzheimer's thing. But like, yeah, um, then tricks Crow and just slices him in a bunch of pieces. It was really cool. That was yeah, a cool scene, though. yeah, that was a sick scene. Yeah. Wait, wait, I, if you're listening to this, you've seen the trailer. And you know the part in the trailer where Athena uh, is being held up? That's like five seconds before Crow is murdered. Yeah. Like, abso- Like, how many theories do we have about him being like an actual character? Dude. You even leaned to me and you said they're going to work together. Yeah. You're fucking wrong. I was really wrong yeah, about that. Yeah, you were that. really wrong about that one. Dude, Crow actually has five minutes in the movie. I know. Like, as actual Crow. I mean, I, he's not even listed on the... Yeah, any of them. it's weird. I don't know. It reminds me of like we talked about in the last one, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like you cut out Carly, you have a better yeah movie. You got to shuffle some things I think, around. I think but... you cut out. Crow was only in the movie to serve the purpose of killing some of the Eternals. Because how are you going to kill the Eternals in the movie? Exactly. Right. So he's he's a he's a killing device. Otherwise, that... Icarus would have to kill all of them. You need something to drive the plot. Yeah. And they're not gonna just make Icarus t- won't pick them off. It just like, so happens they came back like right. Oh wait, they kind of explained that though, is that they were getting unfrozen from the polar ice caps. Yeah. So really, humans woke up the deviants. Yeah. Just recycle, guys. Come on, recycle. Um, the snap doesn't play a part into it. People thought the snap. Yeah, played a part I thought into it would too. I thought that makes. I sense. guess it kind of does the energy blast a little bit. Nope, they would have explained that. They would have leaned on it. Basically, the only thing she says was, uh. The snap bought them some time, yeah. right? Because the population wasn't there, and then when they, they brought everybody back, back it was enough energy. Yeah. yeah, and then it was enough energy. And she also seemed like that was a turning point for her. Is that the fact that they brought everybody back really made her believe in humanity? Like, yeah. Hulk. Yeah. Oh, um, who else do we have to talk about? Let's see. Sprite. Okay. What? Sprite. All right, let's talk about who can we lump with Sprite. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, we'll we can go Sprite, Sprite into Cersei. Sprite, yeah, okay. So right, that, that would be all. Yeah, of them. so Sprite, uh, no, we're missing uh, Macari and Fastos. 
There's a lot of characters in this freaking movie. There's a lot of characters. Okay, let's qu- let's quickly talk about Sprite. She kind of has a, a in- insignificant role to a certain extent. Yeah, she's a kid. Yeah. She's, she's trapped a in kid. a kid body. Yeah, which is bullcrap. Basically, the creators made her that way, and she can't change. There's nothing she could do. Yeah, that's just um, the part of the comics. And, and one of the craziest part about it is, too, is that she is in, in love with Icarus. Yeah. But since she's a child, he does not look at her like that, you know? Yeah, it's weird. Like, it's not like Monster can't. Girl and Mr. <laughs> Robot from Invincible. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to get arrested even though we're both 7,000 years old, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. But it would make any, at least me, feel uncomfortable on screen, too. Yeah, so she she definitely had a weird arc. Um, couple things about her. She literally stabbed Cersei in the back at the end. Yeah. She I decides like her, to I go like with her... Icarus to defend the emergence. I like her powers, though. And, oh, her powers are sick. I, I enjoyed her powers. Definitely. It's basically Loki, in a way. Yeah. She could just phase in and out. Yeah. But, like, the one thing that was the weirdest part about her is now she's human. Yeah, that was my guess that was going to happen. That was a really movie. weird freaking twist. It happens in the comic. That's why. They just make it. It's like, okay. Well, I guess that Well, the spell is, okay. is broken on her, pretty much. Oh, and, okay. And she, yeah, so she's not eternal by the end, but. Yeah. I think we might have to revisit that one. At a later yeah, time. you think she'll get her powers back? Some, I think somehow she won't stay. I think the the logical explanation is because literally the character or the actress um, looks much older now. You're telling me that? Yeah, like in the movie, compared to at the premiere when she that she was out, she's like what three years older already at this wow. point, and she's young. So like you age really quickly, or at least it looks like it. So that was kind of the way for them to get out of that without killing her off. And at first, I thought they were gonna kill her off. But it makes sense that they kind of do that, and now you have a human aspect with the Eternal, so it makes it makes sense. Yeah, she, yeah, definitely a smaller character. Um, I guess maybe we'll see her again someday. I you think know. so. Yeah. Yeah, eventually. Maybe a Black Knight show. Um, okay, let's talk about the main character. I mean, how far are we into this podcast? We haven't even talked. Forty about minutes. It. Forty minutes into the Cersei podcast. Cersei is the main character. Yeah, she is the main. It's her story. Um, yeah. You want to explain her? Go ahead. I like. First of all, I like. Gemma Chan, she's good. The actress, she was um, Minari. Is that the name? She's in Captain Marvel. She plays uh, one of the Kree on the ship that they go when they go. Oh, to, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And they brought her. You you can't even tell. You yeah, don't. Yeah. No one knows. So that's like the point. Yeah. They really liked her apparently, and then Foggy asked her to come back and do, or they asked in general to yeah. do it. So. I like her. I think Cersei's gonna be a good character. Yeah, and I think... it's very apparent that she's the the one that that they'll focus on the most yeah. moving on. Into she's the she powered up definitely, and her powers are weird because yeah. they're they're not OP at all. I mean, you can barely do anything with them. You can do anything, unless but you're, if you're not touching well, she, it, yes, should be very creative. She did have one great kill. I thought it wasn't even a kill. What when she chopped the tree down? And then she turned it into metal as it was falling, so it crushed the deviant. Yeah, that was cool. That was kind of cool. Yeah, you they can transmute sh- stuff, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. I, I that's why I like the all the all their powers. I think they they the action the way the action was portrayed was a little different, and yeah. because they were trying to use like the philosophical part of their powers rather than just like besides from Gilgamesh and Thena, who were just like literally the. Like well, and same with Icarus. Icarus just laser beam people. Yeah, but I. Even with Makari, like her powers are cool. I she, actually really like her. Character. She was not in it a, a lot, though. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, 
I mean, she's in it early, and her powers are really cool. I thought what was great was she was really was the one who really stopped Icarus at first. She's powerful. Dude, she's crazy She's powerful. very powerful. I mean, she's like the Flash. She's basically the Flash. I don't know if you noticed when she, they tell her to go find where the emergence is coming. She runs all the way around the world. And you see the sun. This is someone, someone pointed this out. You see the sun go from here, and then when she zooms across, it's over here now because she's yeah. on a different part of it. Like, she can run across the world in like a couple she seconds. She got there in like 30 seconds. It was insane. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah, it was dope. She's like running on water and stuff. Yeah, and I guess she has a relationship with Druig. I mean, even a, even a surprise to the other Eternals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because even Gilgamesh, remember, he's like, this is gross. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to know what this is. Yeah. That was, that and was gonna, funny. I'm sure they'll keep that up, playing yeah. with it in the future. But Wait, who else do we have? Well, one thing with Cersei. So something, oh, yeah. the final battle, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that, which it is, I guess. I actually, I thought the visual part of that when they're fighting Icarus on the Beach is really cool. I thought the I thought it was all cool up until the the final part. Like the very so I even the way when, they defeat it. It was so my brother said to me, he goes, they kind of hype up the Unimind like some really like hard construct and that comes together a little easy. But like, I don't know how you felt about that. Yeah, with yeah. The orb. I, I mean, mean, they got a MacGuffin. That's what it was. Is the that, orb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's so they like basically a, all joined together. I mean, it's not even all of them. I mean. Did Icarus, Actually, it did, is. Icarus no, did join. It was. Did Kamel? No. Dude, I, I, are we sure about that? Yes. He just leaves completely. He leaves. He's gone. I thought they needed all of nope. them. But I thought they needed all of then, them. No, they just needed enough. And the reason she has power enough at the end anyways, even with the Unimine, is because she was sucking power from the guy that was being born. That's what she said. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he bailed, dude. He straight up said, I think Icarus is right. I'm going to go home. Remember the limo guy says goodbye. And then at the very end, they all meet up. It's Spray and... Um, his valet. His yeah. valet was funny, by the way. Yeah, his valet was great. <laughs> was I thought, he, I thought that he was, was awesome. That was a supporting character. Yeah, he yeah he brought some levity to the, to it. And not in a forced way. It was like the... In this movie, yeah. This movie, got, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, this movie is really lacking a human perspective for most of it. Yeah, and, when, and when the humans were in it, it would. That's when I kind of felt like I liked the best. Like I love Dane Whitman. We haven't even talked about him, but like, yeah, we will. Like, we'll talk about him too with the post credit. But like, all the human parts of this, I liked. I guess I don't it know. really brings. And I think this is why people prefer Marvel to DC. Marvel ha- usually in this movie too is a lot of human aspect, but they're gods in the, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to relate to gods, hundred percent, as a normal person. And Marvel does a really good job at making all these big. Even Thor, Thor is very human. Like he has that Endgame kind of arc where he goes into like a depression phase and all that stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. I know what you mean. I just mean like the perspective though. Like yeah, oh yeah. Like it, the audience member. You know what I mean? Like whenever you're in the fa- like Guardians of the Galaxy, we're Peter Quill. We see it. Th- we understand why he thinks all this space shit is crazy yeah right like he's our view into this world and and that's the same with um uh the black knight and well whatever yeah he's he's dope i really like gun's take on the cosmic part of the mcu yeah i like how it's dirty and gritty yeah i like that better and the visuals of guardians are the visuals in this are unique too they're really good they're different it's it's a lot more 
I thought I'd like it more. I thought the de- like my opinion is deviants were kind of bland. Yeah, and I think they almost have to go that way. Like they're kind of just cavemen. so the Eternals are all unique people, uh, very diverse, different languages, different accents, and the people they're fighting are they're dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, they're weird like, looking di- dinosaurs like, merged with like that energy. Transformer guy from like <laughs> Transformers Four when. Uh, Megatron is like liquid metal or some shit. That's what it feels like. I don't even, oh, that's the third. You know one. the one I'm talking about. Fourth one. I have no idea. You know, what, it's it the fourth. Doesn't one. matter. Gal- Galvatron. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Galvatron. There. Yeah, you go. yeah. Fastos. The only thing I would say about Fastos is, like I mentioned, this simple when we were in the car, is that we don't catch up with him in modern day until he like two main characters have died. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Ajax is gone. By Ajax then. is dead. And Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is dead. And the idea of the plot is kind of had to do this, though, like bringing everyone yeah. back together. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So. You're bringing everyone back together, and some people are dead. I mean, I don't know. I actually liked his character probably the one of the most out of all of them. Yeah, he's Honestly. like the tech guy. Yeah, it kind of feels like the like the Hawkeye of it all. Like the he's got a family. His motivations are very clear, and I like that about him. Yeah. He's there to fight for his family. Yeah. Even if the Eternal, it doesn't matter. Like, he makes it clear to them, like, I love you guys, but, like, I'm fighting for fucking them. And yeah, like, like, I have my own life. Yeah. Now, and much. I and I love how he, he is part of the group that technically has no powers, like, the, isn't the attack guys. Yeah. And he just is messing up. They divided them, um, like, actually, they're called the fighters and thinkers. Yeah. Yeah, you showed me that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and But, like, he's a thinker, and he's been, like, none of the other thinkers could even compare to fighting Icarus. Like, um, Cersei versus Icarus. Is he technically a thinker? What? Is he technically a thinker? He's, like, a gadget guy. Like, he has all the gadgets. He can create weapons on, on, you know, on command. No, so the five fighters are Gilgamesh, Makari, Thena, Kingo, and Icarus. I have the picture right here. Let me yeah, see. Yeah, show me the picture. Show me the picture. He's definitely a thinker, dude. Yeah, he literally builds shit. Yeah. Yeah, he has Sprite, Druig, Ajax, Cersei, and him are the thinkers. Yeah. He tries to build a steam engine in ancient Mesopotamia. That was a freaking <laughs> hilarious scene. Yeah. That, part that was, was funny. funny dude. I like how they tied that stuff in. Yeah. It was I, like... I just can't get over when he when he's just finally someone's serving it to Icarus on the beach. That was sick. And he's but... just trapping him on the ground and he's just like, Screw you, dude. Like yeah. Lay down, and every time he picks his head up, he's just like, "Oh, I like that." I don't know. Yeah. No, that that was a sick. I like. Yeah, I like that. I mean, he got nabbed at the end, but I like him. I like him a lot. I think Mark had the had the best action. Who? Or uh, speedster, Mercury. Uh, yeah, Mark. Macari. Macari. Yeah. Jesus. Gee, I couldn't like pronounce Mercury. that. Yeah. <laughs> Mercury. Yeah. I think yeah. she had the best action in the movie. Yeah. Either her. I mean. Yeah. Who else would you say? I mean, Icarus. I mean, he has some cool stuff. He's Superman to me. Yeah. I don't like Superman. Thena's kind of cool, I like too. Richard Madden, though. So, to me, I like the character. Actually, I'll say Gilgamesh for my vote. If he had more time, he would be better, too. I just loved when... um, uh, What's her face? Went on her first rant. Uh, Thena went on her first rant. Her crazy spell. She's gone, she's gone, she's gone. And then they can't stop her. And then freaking... Boom! Gilgamesh just lays her out full tilt and just up. Oh, the only good scene of Thor: The Dark World is on right now. 
It's an okay scene. It's the only good scene. The only good scene? Yeah. Dude, the first hour is better than... Yeah, this. we're watching where Loki just found out that he accidentally basically got friggin' killed, so... Yeah. Yeah, great scene. Tom Hiddleston's great. Yeah, great, great, great actor, great scene. I love how he has the illusion up at first. Um, Okay. Big side, big sidetrack yes. there. Uh, So who else do we... Okay, let's go post-credits. Yeah. Let's do first post-credit. First post-credit? Yeah, let's do it. You right. knew this one. I knew How'd this you one. Know going it? Tell in. me how you knew it. Um, so a variety reporter came out of the world premiere and fucking basically just put out and said, Harry Styles is a surprise character in the Eternals. No way. And he got a lot. That was a lot. Like Disney wasn't happy. Yeah. I wouldn't. Marvel wasn't happy. I'd be pissed. Too. I'm pretty sure they're blacklisted. Yeah. Or he and him, at least from the world premieres. I'll it's take embarrassing. their spot. Yeah, it's like, what do you... Obviously, you can't talk yeah. about it. I don't understand. Just give your it's, fucking rating. It's That's kind it. of... Okay, so as as we left Earth, as we leave the Eternals, um, basically, they save the world. They all go their separate ways. And we, we should talk about the ending real quick. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, very, very ending. yeah, go ahead. Visually, it looks really cool. Yeah. Like the, Cer- the Cersei's ability where it's like the beam and stuff from the Unimine... Basically, she gets the power of the Unimine, I guess. Oh, yeah. And then uses it with transmutation. And- I guess he freezes. She freeze, freezes. Free, turns it to stone. Something. It's like, yeah, it's. They 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 clearly they didn't explain it for a reason. They'll come up with an explanation later. Cersei has a lot of character. Yeah. It's like it's like Dane too. Like, yeah, you know, leave it vague. Explain it later. Yeah, and I think a problem with that too now is, if you do the in Avengers, dude, nobody was thinking like it's like oh this might happen later on like. Yeah. Now people expect things to happen, so we're not as patient. Yeah. I think in that that plays a part into some stuff too, where they like to keep still keep it like you know, loose. They yeah. don't like over explaining stuff. Yeah, like keep it loose right now because things change. Yeah. And we've seen we've seen that before. Yeah. So. But yeah, so this giant ass celestial part like half a hand and a quarter of the head maybe. Yeah, like two eyes. We saw two right eyes. <laughs> And I think and, and I think a top on the left one. Yeah, but it's basically just out of the earth. Yeah, or yeah, out of the center of the earth, and it's now stuck there. Basically, like, came halfway out of its mother's womb, and then was frozen with ice. Yeah, and now I guess they show a news clip of it for one second, and then they just don't touch on it again. It's an, another thing for the future. Yeah, I know. It's like they're building this world up, like. It's crazy shit's going to happen. Yeah, I thought the best part about the ending for me was when they mentioned earlier, and she's like, I can't kill a Celestial, right? Like, basically, I'm going to get screwed if I kill Celestial. And then she kills Celestial, and then at the very end of the, the movie, movie... ends very differently from yeah. a lot of... Like, Marvel movies have I mean, it's a bad ending. Like, it's a it's an unhappy ending. It's not even yeah, a cliffhanger yeah. ending. It's like, they lost. Like, it's over. Like, there's no... I mean, obviously, there's hope, right? But, like, yeah. there's no hope. Yeah, they've been taken by a Celestial. Dude, so, Celestial- Arishim pulls up. Yeah, he pu- dude, he pulls up. <laughs> he pulls up. He pulls up hard. In the clouds. Yes. And he's like, whatever you do, I'll let it go. No, we'll, no, that's we'll not even what he said. Yeah, day. well, he basically goes, you have killed the blah, 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 Celestial. You have failed your goal or your promise. Um, For now, I will spare the humans, but I will return to judge them. You will come with me, and your memories will be wiped. And so now there's no Eternals on Earth. Yeah. So he snatched, he snatched Fastos. We had to talk about this, right? Because some of the characters, uh, pieced off into space. 
Um, com- we'll talk about him next, but we'll talk about Fastos, um, Cersei, and who else gets snatched? Camille? Yeah, it's Kingo. Yeah, all three yeah. of them get snatched from Earth, and they get put in this weird thing, and then the Celestial guy goes, I'll come back for Judgment Day, and then just pieces. And that's how the movie basically ends. Yeah, like it's very abrupt. Like they're they're walking. We've never seen that. Yeah, know. it's a sunny day, and it's Dan Whitman's character and Cersei walking in a park, and then clouds come overhead, and then she just gets snatched out of space, basically yelled at by her and celestial they daddy. A, they go through a black hole. Yeah, and then they go through a black hole, and he warns of Judgment Day. So I don't know what that means. He didn't really lay out any. It's a lot of feature setup. They did yeah. a lot of cosmic setup and. In the comic, once they leave them there, they come back. It's called the second second host, I think. The second coming. Yes, yeah, the second host. I don't know what it is, but basically it's like Judgment Day again. They see how they've progressed and how the Eternals have done. And so they kind of flip that in the MC. Yeah. It's They do keep it very close to the comic, broadly, but then they switch it up to fit the universe. Yeah, same concepts, different applications. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it was a decent ending. I mean, definitely caught me off guard, which is good. It's good. That's a good thing. Hear me out. The Black Widow third act or Eternals third act? Eternals third act. Okay, I agree. Yeah, because I don't know what's going to happen in the Eternals third act. Yeah, there's a lot of mystery. I I personally like mystery. Yeah, I kind of liked it too. I can definitely see why people had mixed feelings. Yeah. My brother, he's like, the ending felt flat for me. He thinks yeah, it's can... worse than Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, that's that was questionable. It isn't. It is. That's the thing, though. I see where he's coming. I think from. he moved it up, actually. Well, here's the thing. It's it's a lot of movie to take in. It's very grand in scope. It's We're... a lot of broad, like scope and plot, but on a character level. But the enemy were the enemy were fighting. We're taking the word of the people who are telling the already. Um, what is it? What what is it called? The narrator that's doesn't tell the truth. Whatever. Erisham. No, I yeah, but it, we already are working with an unreliable narrator in this story. So like they're explaining to us all these celestial beings and all the celestial power. Um, I'm pretty sure that the celestials need that to stay alive as a race and stuff, right? I I guess he was saying that. Yeah, it's basically what he it said. Is. All he's the only explanation he said was it must. He's not saying it should or we try. It must happen every billion years. We yeah. must birth another one. So I wonder what is going to happen with the Celestials. Because obviously they're not leaving. Look, here's something too in the MCU that I can guarantee you that's going to happen. Is like I was just trying to explain with the unreliable narrator, but I've had three beers, so I'm kind of drunk. Um, 8% are IPAs, so, don't worry. Oh, okay. Screw you guys. <laughs> um, but he, he, everything the Eternals seen, he's shown them. Like... We don't know if he can create universes. You know what I mean? Like, we assume he can. But we don't know. We don't know if he if this is running all across the universe. I don't know. Screw the Celestials. Let's, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll start with the first the first post-credit scene, which everyone else is freaking out about. Um, at the end of the movie, three of the other um, Eternals leave Earth in the Domo, their ship, which is a triangle. So they leave Earth in a triangle, and they're on their way to go find other Eternals that were sent to other planets to rally the troops and fight the Celestials. It's like a good old-fashioned Greek mythology, 
um, the Olympian gods versus the Titans, right? Um, yeah. it, it's the. It, By it's, the way, Olympia is not a real. Yeah, planet? it's not a real. Well, it's made up for them at least. It might be real. It might be real because yeah. we're about to see Olympian God. One of the yeah. videos I just made, I talk about how the connection with like Eros, Star Fox, who we're about to talk about. Yeah. Thanos' brother from Titan. Yeah, so they're on a giant triangle. I think Olympia is a real planet. Because they're not going to do Olympian gods were here on Earth the whole time. No, no, they're not going to. They can't do it because they just did it with Yeah, no, I think he probably just made that up so they fit in on Earth. But um, they're flying through space. And now that I'm thinking about it, it was a weird rainbow energy that showed up on ship. And out pops a ugly mother effer uh, who looks like a cross between an elf and a horror story. And it's voiced by Patton Oswalt. And he starts introducing, basically, honestly, when he was introducing the character, how great and noble they were, I thought it was going to be Adam Warlock for a second. Do you think that or no? No. No? No, Oh, because you knew the leak. Yeah, okay. Wait, for what? When the little goblin guy is introducing the... Oh, introducing Star cool. Fox. No, I had no idea any of the context. All yeah. I knew was Harry Styles was in it because of the fucking variety. So, so Patton Oswalt's introducing him, and then out pops... Harry Styles as Ooh. Star Fox. Okay, and obviously he had like twenty seconds. I think I'm gonna like him, dude. He, I, he I do too. He kind of had a I fuck with he, it. He kind of had the look. Yeah. So Star Fox in the comics is the brother of Thanos who d- didn't get the deviant gene, right? So he's not some big purple grimace looking guy. Yeah, he looks like a human. Um, and what he's an yeah he's an eternal. He's got superpowers. I, I what what were his? I, they didn't really explain. They, they said we're gonna go off world and find more like us. Abilities, superhuman strength, agility, durability, and longe- longevity, flight, psychic control over the emotions of others. He's a manipulator. Yeah. yeah. So he's like a... Kind of hybrid of like Druid who can fly and maybe a little extra. Mantis a little bit. Um. Yeah, and then... Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I'm excited for it. I hope Patton Oswalt's character comes along for the ride because that was hilarious. That was interesting. Yeah. I was a little confused at first. I thought he was gonna be Harry the, Styles, like, like revealed the, to be yeah, Harry like Styles. voice acting. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going no, on? No, that's right so clearly Patton Oswalt. If I'm wrong, like I didn't look it up, guys. But if I'm wrong, I'm you gonna should be look it up right now. So surprised. I'll look it up right now. Um, Overall, though, I I don't know where they're going with that. Honestly, do you have any yeah. predictions? I um, I literally have no idea. Well, he, oh, he said it I has know. to be the second Eternals movie. That's how they've been doing it, right? No. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, it's usually one, one for the sequel, and then the second one is for something related to where they. Yup, he's Pip the Troll. That's his character name, Pip the Troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I like that's that a lot. funny as hell, man. Wait, so it was him? Yeah, it was him. I was right. You're right. Yeah, right, I was right. right. I was 100. percent I knew I was right. All right, all right. I'm the man. All right, let's talk about the final. Um. In general, though, just to close off, he basically says, "I know where to find Cersei. Let's go." Yes, and I think he's been going to manipulate them yeah. along the way, and some I don't know what's going to happen, but some cosmic things. Yeah, and honestly, and the, they're off Earth for a reason. They're too powerful. Yeah, I think the next thing we're going to talk about, we probably should did in the front of the show because it's probably going to be the most popular thing that people are talking about recently, and it's who the hell was talking to Dane Whitman. When he looked at the ebony blade. So throughout the movie, I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk about very, it. You very, got theories. But yeah. Let me explain for people just to remind them. Dane Whitman, 
is um, very little in the show. A lot of charm comes off of him. He's in love with Cersei. He's going to be a great character. Yeah, he's going to be a great character. I mean, already you could just tell the type of person he is. Um, I'm a fan of him and Cersei yeah. moving forward. So, yeah, so Cersei knows a planet's going to end. She calls him and says, go visit your uncle, who you left things off bad with. We know that that is a hint towards the Ebony Blade. Um, I guess he goes sees them because at the end, he really wants to tell Cersei something about his family history and how complicated it is. And then she gets yanked she, out of the sky. she knows. Yeah, she knows. She knows his ancestors. Yeah. So Nathan Garrett in the comics is his uncle, who is the second iteration of the Black Knight. And he's alive in the MCU. I don't know if you caught that. She said, Go, you should probably call your uncle. Yeah, that's what Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, he, he calls. He ends up finding the, the museum that he's in. Yeah. Or works with, that's, that's his uncle's castle. In the comics, and they convert it to a museum. Oh. And so the blade is in there, and he probably finds it using he he finds it in the comics. He probably talks note. to his uncle and just he probably yeah. tells him where. The f- and there's like notes and stuff that kind of hint yeah. into where, and then he finds it. When he opens it, he's dr- he's drawn to it. The the ebony blade is a curse. In the comics, it was created by Sir Percy of Scandia way back. In- All right, folks. Well, the fire alarm just went off, but it wouldn't be um, another podcast without some sort of um, issue. Issue, technical difficulty. It it doesn't escape. Yeah. Um, What what were we talking about? We're talking about so the ebony blade was created by yes. So he walks in. Sir Percy. Okay. It has a has a curse, right? Yes, has a curse in it. Sir Percy and um, Merlin who is basically the Sorcerer Supreme at one time in the universe, create this sword, and it has a magical connection to it. Yes. And it comes with a bloodlust. And his family, he basically, he, he, you know, he inherited, he, his inheritance is connected to the sword. Yes. And so he becomes connected to the sword, and he goes to touch it. And then there's someone behind him, and they say... Off screen. Off you screen, don't see him. He looks. You see Dan look. Yeah. And he says, what does he say? Um, uh, Are you sure say? you're ready for that, Dead, Mr. Whitman? He, yeah. You sure you're ready for that, Mr. Whitman? And then Dan looks over and... It cuts. And, I, I thought we were going to get it. Yeah. I thought we were no, gonna get we, it. we didn't get it. And people are still debating online who this is. Um, my first take, and I'm just going to say it right now because some other people are theorizing it, so I want to make sure that... I literally looked at Alex when that happened. I said, was that Blade? Because it yeah. kind of sounded like Mahershala. Yeah, it literally sounded exactly like. And maybe in, I'm maybe I'm wrong, you know. But I watched True Detective, which he was in, and I that's why I think I associated it. But, people in my group chat on Twitter, some people thought it was Blade. Yeah. Also. Yeah, and um, who did you had a good one? What was yours? This is a big question. The who only reason it? I don't think that's Blade. Yeah. Unless it depends when Dane's going to show up next. Yeah, I think he can show up in Moon Knight because Blade is apparently supposed to show up in Moon Knight at the yeah. end. My original guess, I think it's the spirit of Sir Percy. Yeah. So when originally he gets the sword, he meets the sword. He meets Sir Percy, a spiritual version, like basically like a ghost. Yeah. And they like talk, and he explains to him like the whole, you know, blah blah blah. This is how it works. Here's your magic sword that you're like the 
he's gonna say this is now yeah. that we know that DC exists in this universe. He's gonna say, "Have you ever seen the Suicide Squad?" <laughs> and then you know that person that gets introduced on the plane that could suck su- swords through a katana. That's who you are. And then that's that's what he's gonna tell. Basically, it's it's a crazy. Book. It low key sounds like Fury. Fury has that like kind of like pep in his voice, that kind of like sarcastic, but like tonally. Yeah, like, I thought it, you thought it was you said Fury, right? At first, I thought. Yeah. And then I and then it was him. Or, or Sir Percy. Okay, but Eresham pops out outside of space. Terrible pronunciation. It, when when <laughs> Meshiram um, pops out. Uh, when Mersham, sorry, I'm still reeling from Ereshim. the fire alarm going off. Yeah. Um, but when, when Eresham pops out of space, you don't think that's like a comeback now type deal? Oh, look, another Loki death scene. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I think we need to end this podcast. We suck. What was We're, your question? I completely forgot. Oh, Fury would come back if he saw the Celestial in space. 100%. Yeah, but... Dude, if they don't mention that in every single movie coming up next, then... There's a lot of, like, big things that are coming up. But, like, dude, you saw... Everyone saw that. That's not going to go unnoticed. Dude, I feel like Kang isn't that big. Like this completely like we just we just went from completely grounded on Earth with a couple with a little bit of Guardian shit to Kang controlling an entire timeline to beings that created the universe. Yeah. So here's the thing is that technically I think the Celestials have more power, you're right. But are they as much of a threat to humans? It's clearly they don't really care. They don't. Right? Yeah. Like, they're so powerful that doesn't even bother them. But Kang is like, oh, I need the timeline to be perfect so I can exist. I always and end up here at this moment in time so I can yeah. be who I am. You know? So yeah. maybe he's a bigger threat. Who knows? The fact that he's in Ant-Man 3 makes me feel like it's not that big. Dude, you know what I'm also realizing, though, too, is that Marvel's really setting up a lot of questions that I just hope they can answer. A lot of questions. Like, more than Phase 1 and Phase 2 and Phase 3. It already, by mile. I feel like the only thing you had in those phases were Thanos. the Stones. Yeah. Stones and Thanos. Yeah. Is that it, right? Yeah. I mean, now we got Kang, Elioth, Time Travel. Um, Free Will, essentially. Multiverse. Uh, celestial Beings. Um, and somehow Galactus is going to get involved Olympian down the line. gods. Thanos' brother. Dude, it's... The Black Knight, then you have... It's overwhelming, the, man. And you have the supernatural side of the Here's MCU. the thing is that, that I think it's easier when it comes in doses. I think we just got so much shit, and I think that's why people don't like it. It's all different. Yeah. Every every single project has been pretty much different. I think we're going to get a lot of answers, though, with No Way Home and Multiverse of Madness, which yeah. I think Multiverse of Madness is going to be one but of I the best. But I think those will try movies. to be grounded. That's the issue. Well, not... Not issue. That's a good thing. That's my issue is why... Grounded in their own story. Yeah, but, but that's... Multiverse of Madness is not going to be dude, grounded. Eternals was not a grounded movie at all. Not in one way whatsoever. No. Even at the end, she's like, I have to stop pretending to be a human, which basically means, like, I need to be a full Eternal, like, crazy yeah. person. But Multiverse of Madness isn't going to be grounded. True. The whole I was movie- thinking more Spider-Man. I was thinking more Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Spider-Man will be... We're not going to see, like... If, if I don't, I don't think we're gonna see anybody like actually cross universes. Dude, I think it was just too much. I think that's why people don't like it. What? Uh, fucking Eternals. 
That's I think it of, was just too much. I think that's it was a lot too, of the complaint. I think it was too too many new concepts, too fast, not enough time to get emotionally. What invested. would you cut out? Bro, for me, would be the cutout. Somehow. I don't even know what you would... I don't think you could really... I mean, the sex scene, number one. You gotta double down on that. Um, what are you, 12? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what I would cut out. Definitely. Maybe I'd restructure it. You kind of hinted at that earlier. I think all the past day stuff... Like, the time of the movie didn't... It didn't really feel like two hours, two and a half hours. Look, I think if they wanted to work, they would have had to focus more on Cersei and Icarus because that relationship was the center of this movie and it did not work for me. Yeah, when they... Because you don't have enough time with them. Dude, he's literally the only other fucking guy that she can... Like, he he straight up just goes for her. And, like, she kind of rejects him at first. Yeah, she plays it off a little... Dude, like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, what other choice did she have? She can't bang a human. She doesn't get her, to that point after 500 years of loneliness. options were a squirrel, or a raccoon, or a tree. <laughs> I always love that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great that's a great callback. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the movie is, I've heard this before. Uh, if you're more of an Infinity War fan, you're not a fan of this movie, I think. If you're more of an Endgame fan, it did have a structure like Endgame. It's a lot of, like... It starts off kind of, dude. It was slow, and then all of a sudden it picks up with twenty minutes of action and stuff, and then a lot of exposition and moving through. Like, dude, Eternals was like, and there was an hour and a half. Eternals was like, here's the start of the story. No, no, here's the start of the story. They're like, no, no, here's some backstory that you don't know. Uh, here's a new character that you already met earlier, but now he's new because we haven't seen him in 7,000 years. So now we have to expect some sort of change. Now, how does he change character? Like, oh, they're all still friends, I guess, after 500 years. Like, it's a lot of, like, it, I agree with you. Maybe they're set up the same structurally, but Avengers literally had 10 years of setup. Well, like, yeah, legitimately 20 obviously. movies laying up the pitch for Endgame to knock it out of the park. And Eternals was, like, throwing it up to themselves and trying to hit it and trying to, oh, oh we're getting it. We're going to do it over and over again. And it, just yeah, didn't yeah. Fuck, it just didn't fucking work. Honestly, it didn't work. I don't think it's not even close to one of the worst movies ever. I think it's some of the best CG, best sound of all time. But it's just, I don't think it's that good of a fucking, I don't think it's that good of an MCU entry. I don't. I like it more than you. What? I liked it more than you. More than me, definitely. But like, I don't think it's top ten. Not even no. Yeah, I really I do. You say it's better than Black Panther. I don't know, dude. I think yeah, I think it's better than Black Panther. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again. Black Panther is a little bit more emotional because you already know the characters. I mean, for for what she had and all the big plot points and things she had to introduce, I thought she did a good job. I wouldn't mind seeing her direct again. I mean, yeah, she's a look. The like visuals, said, were, the visuals the, were insane. Like yeah. a lot of stuff to work worked in this movie, but it really just honestly, this should have been a full origin story rather than present day. Almost just do all Eternals and and Over then tease time. the flash forward in time, like Captain America. That could have worked. Yeah, but then but then watch they do that, and then everybody complains. It's another origin story. Marvel doesn't understand. We don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can see why people didn't like it. What what would you rate it at ten? I said seven, but I'm gonna drop it to like uh actually I'll keep it at seven. Seven's good. It's a C. It's an average movie. You're more like a six nine. 
You're not giving it a seven. I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. Are you sure? Yeah, six nine's a snitch. What'd you give Black Widow? Uh, seven point something. So you like Black Widow more? Yeah. All right. I do. But you like the third act. What did you like about Black Widow more? I think Black Widow's a good movie, actually. I just watched Dude, it. Dude, Eternals ago. just low-key kind of got boring boring at some points. After the second, I'd say half the se- halfway of the second act to the third act is a little, yeah, it drags a little bit. Dude, I mean, like, when we're heading back to Angelina Jolie and Gilgamesh, like, that's a great, great scene, but it kind of drags on. Which one? Like, the second time you visit them in present day for the first time. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, out in... And, like, how many minutes are we going to waste on people just telling Angelina Jolie to remember so she could cry and be like, yeah, I'm controlled. Yeah, I haven't won too many times. I was fine with it for the most part. I, don't I wasn't really. And that's not that's something I'm going to... Neither here nor there. Yeah. Stand out in the movie. Well, how about this? Thing you're most excited for coming out of this movie? Pretty easy. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? He's this was a two-hour and 40-minute, 30-minute movie, and he was in it for maybe 15 minutes. So, like, think about someone who was in he's, it for... He's literally in the in the beginning and the very end. Yeah. And, and well, he, was, he got FaceTime, dude. Come on. Pay yeah, attention. he had like yeah. a two-minute scene in the middle. Yeah, no, but the guy who was in it for 15 minutes is the most exciting part about it. That's all I'll say. I had fun. Like I said, the celestial visuals are great. We needed that. Even if just to see that shit. That I love great. cosmic stuff. Like, yeah, I'm a huge fan great. of like Loki, Doctor Strange. So, and it did have its own, it had its own unique look. Oh, sure. and another thing that I didn't like about it, well, a very played out trope in the MCU. For aliens is believe in humans. They're they're really amazing and they do great things and ignore all the ugly mm-hmm. and dirty and terrible shit that they do all the time. And just humans are great and that's basically what the whole freaking movie was convincing these Eternals. The humans are worth saving. I'm just tired of it. I mean that's in every movie though. Yeah, it's literally every freaking superhero movie. Not even super. It's literally any alien movie. Not some of them. Like, I don't know if you've seen a rival. Rival oh, actually, great. Rival, yeah. Same thing. They're trying to save the human race. Yeah. Well, they're just trying to teach them a new language that could get them to work together, I guess. This is what a dumb, a dumb, 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 dumb finale this is. This has to hands down. We're watching Thor The Dark World, as previously mentioned. <laughs> you said this like 10 and times. Like, I'm, just, I'm just at the point where, like, they're running There's around. There's no... Eternals is... Dude, it's a video game. This, this is a video. Let's get all your colleagues and run around and plant the things in the ground so that we could trap him in a portal. It's Marvel's Avengers mission. It's literally like, <laughs> no, the Avengers mission, they wouldn't let you, because you can't grab anything in the Avengers mission. True. That's too advanced. You could punch you everything. Can, you can press buttons. You can't walk one step. You have to walk, you have to sprint seven. Yeah. All right, we're getting off track here. Eternals um, was okay. You said seven? It's sad that this was the one we picked. We should have watched Shang-Chi to watch together. Dude, this would have been a totally... We would have been freaking jumping off the walls, been like, this is the greatest movie of all time. Bro, Shang-Chi is hands down better than this, hands down better than Black Widow. The fact that it didn't blow either of these... Shang-Chi is the best movie so far. Hands down, dude. I really like Simu Liu as a character. My girlfriend, she does not like that many fucking Marvel movies, and she loves Shang-Chi. Everyone loves Shang-Chi, dude. It's a 99% audience on... 
on Rotten Tomatoes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Shang-Chi is very good. I um so Eternals was my number one for like since the announcement and I did like a lot of it. Dude, you really were hyping up Eternals. You like got me to hype. I wasn't feeling it. And you got me to feel it. And I think I it had like, a lot of you. good things about it. I think but I, I'd probably go seven five. I think I put it I think it's I think it sits at like twelve for me. Right wow. Around. Twelve. It's not worse than like eighteen. Far from home or Eternals? Far from home. Oh my god. I think that's gonna be a a setup for I think that's gonna be a react a comparison. There's a lot of people. Far who, from home is significantly better. There's a lot of people who love Far from Home. There's a lot of people who hate Far True. from Home. True. I sent you. Remember, I sent you that picture. Far from Home has a lot of. I think as a remember, whole, I sent you that picture on my from my YouTube. Yeah. Ah, uh, dude, I think Eternals overall is a better movie, but Far from Home's third act is amazing. True. Like uh, Far from Home has a lot of stupid little scenes. Yeah. Wait. So here's a. Uh, uh, I on my YouTube right because I watch a lot of Marvel videos. Obviously, I sent this to Sam, and one of them is like, the title is "Guys, Far From Home is so good." And then the next one is, "Spider Man No Way Home isn't what you think. It won't be that good." And then the last one is, "How to Make Spider Man Boring Far From Home," and it's just like everybody loves it or hates it. I thought Far From Home was great. I probably all right. First of all, I go seven six. Seven? Did you just would you move so you could be Black Panther? Is that why you did that? Well, I had yeah, yeah, you did, you fucking asshole. I knew. No, okay, so top my number eighteen, eighteen movie is Iron Man three. Black Panther seventeen, Captain America: The First Avenger sixteen, Far From Home is fifteen. That might that's probably I have to watch that again. It's one of those that has fallen. Dude, I have like Far From Home at number nine or something. Yeah, I'd probably move it up. I okay, so ready? I have. Shang-Chi at 8. It's behind, like, WandaVision, Civil War, Volume 2, Guardians, Ragnarok, and Game. So, like, a lot of good ones. Doctor Strange 9, Loki 10, Black Widow 11, Iron Man 12. I mean, I'm probably putting Eternals at 12. Whoa, dude. It's behind Black Widow. Whoa. I actually like Black Widow a lot. Black Widow's good. I definitely don't think it's that good. Better than Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, dude. Falcon Winter Soldier was not a good show. <laughs> you hate that show so much. I don't know, dude. I was Better sh- than Captain America, the dude, first Avenger? Dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, wait. Eternals? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Okay. You said not better than Black Panther. No, not better than Black Panther. Ant-Man. No. Really? Dude, I have Ant-Man ranked pretty high. Homecoming. No. It's not better than Homecoming? Dude, you no. have it literally near the bottom, then. What if? No, dude. Let me look at my rankings. You have Eternals under what if? All right, now let's just end this before we fucking waste everybody's time. All right. Anyway, this is another podcast. This has been great. We're back in person. Hopefully, we can do this again. When's the next movie coming out? No way home. Dude, we have to do it for No Way Home. <laughs> no There's way home. It's not even a awesome. question. We have. I'm to. very excited and, for No Way Home. I think No Way Home. Here's the thing, too. Good people like familiarity and like. Yeah. No Way Home will bring that. Yeah. It brings back all your favorite characters. Nostalgia. Yeah, it's a crazy ensemble. Eternals is new. It's going to grow on people, I think. It's going to need another. Like, I'm going on Saturday again with some of my friends yeah. from home. So It's definitely it's definitely something else, man. I don't I, I don't know. It's different. It's it's not for everybody, that's for sure. 
I understand why critics gave it a 50%. I'll probably go, like I said, 7-6. It's top 15 for me. Um, but I didn't love it as much as I thought I would. And maybe that'll change after the second watch. But I think you kind of know. I don't know, though. I, when I first watched Endgame, I had the same initial reaction almost. I loved a ton of it. And then there was parts where I was like, eh. And after a second and third watch, I, I started to like the first hour and a half more than the last Dude, hour Dude, Endgame was a masterpiece. I know. I can't. But they express were, you know how enough how they're not even on the same scale. No, they're not. For the same reason Endgame I said earlier. Endgame's way better. Nothing set up Eternals. Well, that's also the I point. I didn't get enough time to, to... No, but that's that's the point. But Here's I also thing, don't though. get to know these characters. Is it better than Age of Ultron? Dude, I have to see where I have Age of It's better than yeah, Age of Ultron. Okay. Age of Ultron. That, that's a movie where it got better after Endgame and stuff came out, right? I think Eternals could be that type of movie where it benefits from stuff coming after it. And then you look back, you're like, oh, this movie was actually better than yeah, Actually, yeah, I'd put it six, Eternals is 16, I think. All right, so you're not far off from me. Well, wh- where do you have Falcon and Winter Soldier? Right after it. 17? Okay. Where do you have Loki? Uh, It's not in this rankings, but it would definitely be in the rankings. Okay. So actually, that'd push. 17. Yeah, that would put, yeah, so All like right. 17, 18. Okay. Where do you have Black Widow? Uh, dude, uh, Black Widows, I think it falls somewhere between Doctor Strange and we're huge fans of Home for me. Winter Soldier. Yeah, we're so big like fans. it kind of has that vibe. Yeah, I like ScarJo. Yeah, we should do. Uh, we we're gonna redo our list when we yeah, eventually we're gonna make a website and you guys are gonna see it. It's gonna be sick eventually one day. I just saw the preview. Today. Yeah, it's the very good. first initial. Uh, yeah, preview. I'm working hard. It's gonna it's be pretty great. good. It's gonna be cool. Yo, I think that's gonna be a good page. We should do our rankings and then have them submit theirs. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. By the way, this is I believe going to be our longest podcast yet. It's Dude, an, screw it. You it's know, an hour what? and twenty eight minutes. Why don't we? Do, why don't we like say good night and then why don't we record a part that we say, hey. After this point, it we're, we just ramble. If you want to hear us ramble, keep going. Otherwise, turn away. Nah, if they got to this part. Yeah, actually, you're right. They you just should, fucking turn off. On their if part. you got to this part, you should drop a review Yeah. on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You know, you could give us a four-star. Yeah. Honestly, if you made it this far, yeah. you could give us four stars. That'd be, that'd be sick. That'd Go be check sick. out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash another Marvel another guy. Marvel guy. Uh, that's our Eternals, Eternals review. And we'll catch you on the blip. Peace. Peace.